Hey everyone, Skywatcher, or bleh, Kevin here from Skywatcher. Welcome to another episode of the What's Up webcast. We do this every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, right here at the Skywatcher USA YouTube channel. Uh, we take a look at everything from what's up in the nighttime sky to equipment to helpful tips and tricks. And of course, at the end of the month, we have a special guest on to talk about their specialty in the field of astronomy. However, this month's a little bit different because it's Women's History Month. So we thought we'd shake it up a little bit. Um, and the next three weeks, we have different uh, women in astrophotography and astronomy that are coming on to present and talk about why they are doing astronomy. And we're going to kick off that series today. Uh, by the way, this is a pre-recorded episode, but it's March 17th is when this is actually airing. Uh, because two of our guests are joining us from international, uh, one across the pond and the other one down south in the southern hemisphere. So uh, it's been kind of a challenge to get this recorded, but that's why it's recorded. So thank you, technology. Um, these are generally live episodes, however, and if you ever want to go back and watch any of our episodes, you can go back on YouTube and check it out whenever you like. Um, so this is going to be a fun episode. We're going to get started because we have three people joining us today and we've got a lot to cover. So we're going to go right into it. So I would like to introduce uh, Katie, Sarah and Lydia from Stella. So hello, ladies. Hi. Um, so I know what Stella is. The Skywatcher team knows what Stella is. A lot of people know what Stella is, but a lot of our uh group out there probably doesn't so i wanted to take the time and have uh one of you or all of you kind of explain what is stella and then we'll kind of dive into the rest of the episode <coughs> and any one of you can take the ball on this go for that idea oh. <laughs> um so i'm so i didn't start it or anything like that it was sarah and diana that started it um, I can't remember how long ago these, how long was it? Like two years ago, at least? Uh, I think it was around three or four years ago. Now. Three or four, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So they've, they've had it going for a while and for a really long time, it was just those two learning how to do astrophotography, um, together. Um, but really Stella's just about helping, uh, like women, learn how to do astrophotography without any of the pressures or anything like that, that you would normally have if you're just reaching out to strangers or whatever. We really try to mm -hmm. make it as welcoming as possible. Um, I'll, I'll be the first one to say like, anytime we get a new member, like we announce it and everybody starts following them and everything and like yep. having their back basically. So it's like, we really want everybody to feel, um, that they can ask us any sort of question, even if they're not a member and they just have questions on like starting astrophotography, like, or just learning how to do something. Like they could always reach out to any of us uh, and we would answer it with no pressure or anything like that. Yeah, the support's definitely there. Yeah. Definitely. Um, astrophotography is already a very challenging and very intimidating thing to get um, into and there's obviously a lot of opinions about how you should do it and why you should do it this way and what kind of equipment that you should get and blah 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 yeah. um, and then there's just the social challenges of it too so you know we all bring our own crap if you will into these new circles of people so yeah. um, I think that's what's kind of cool about Stella is you guys kind of have this safe harbor for women to kind of come in and learn this. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, just so people know, uh, rather than me state everything, um, what does Stella stand for? Striving to engage ladies in astral photography. There you go. So. Yep. We are kind of looking of changing the A to like astronomy to like yeah, make that makes it sense. more uh, it's know, white. It's available a white for school. anybody that has an interest in that sort of hobby. So like even if they do just like space, like artwork or anything like that, like you could always yeah. do Stella. So like that's something we're still working on, thinking on. Um, but if so, like, we'll totally announce it and everything. Yeah. That's the case. <laughs> I think that makes sense, actually. More sense, yeah. Because mm -hmm. it is a wider field now, but as you say, a lot of artists coming in and, you know, 
putting their works forward. Also, as you say, there's wide field like um, star trails and, you know, uh, light painting and the night sky. There's just so much now. It's not just all deep space anymore. Yeah. So that's the beauty of it. Yeah, definitely. But, um, I mean, I remember when I first joined Stella, I think I'm coming up on either, no, it must be my third year now I'm coming into. And um, it was by sheer accident. I was on Instagram and I saw a post go up and uh, Stella, what, what does Stella mean? And I messaged, I went into the messages and messaged in and said, you know, can you explain a bit more? And it was Diana who contacted me and we had arranged to have a meeting because she says what we do is we, we kind of interview you online privately just to make sure you know that you are who you say you are, which is mm -hmm. fair enough. But for some reason, <laughs> the, the meeting get forgotten about and it took forever. And eventually she just said, you know what? I'm just going to allow you in. <laughs> and I went, oh, <laughs> be careful. <laughs> and since then, I mean, what we do is um, there's regular meetings on Discord with Stella Girls and um, Obviously, all the different time zones can cause an issue. We can't. I can't always get onto the American side of it. So the UK have their own Stella meetings every Saturday morning, and it's become quite notorious. <laughs> and we have a good laugh. And the beauty of it is, there's been some amazing friendships that have been bonded. You know, like. I've met so many people through it. Um, Nico Carver came over to Scotland in the summer and he was sat here in this living room with me and we took him out and he got to meet um, Amber. He couldn't meet Helena that day, but as I say, there's been so many people and through Stella, I'm going to Canada in August to meet up at Starfest with a lot. Oh, we're supposed Diana to go to that. Yeah. So as I say, it's just amazing. And you don't get that fear factor that you would if it was a complete stranger outside because you trust these girls, you're, you're speaking to them on a regular basis, not just about astronomy, but, um, and, and I'm, I'm not meaning this in a sexist way by any shape or form, but there's a kind of girl power where we all mm -hmm. can, uh, you know, take care of each other and make sure that, you know, we're all okay. If anybody's going out, um, we make sure, you know, are you okay? If you get somebody there, is there a male presence? Is, yeah, there is a lot of support there if you want it. And as Lydia says, if, if you want to start at the very beginning, but you feel intimidated because all these women that have been doing it for so long, you're like, no, we all started somewhere. Mm -hmm. And they'll quite happily take you aside privately and do it all, you know? So I'll let yeah, Sarah a... get in at some point here because I could talk for Britain. He does too. No. <laughs> uh, that actually kind of segues it to an interesting uh, thing. I try to ask everybody when we do this and that's kind of how each individual person got into astronomy. So I will throw that to Sarah first and let her run that ball. <laughs> awesome. So um, I got into it because my husband and I were talking one day, excuse me, I've got a head cold. I sound a bit funny. Um, and the Australian accent. Um, <laughs> we, we were talking one day and we're like, oh, we'd you know, love to, you know, get a telescope and look at the, look at the night sky and whatever. At this point we lived in, um, in Adelaide. So we had lots of light pollution. Um, but we bought a really cheap telescope one night and it happened to be a supermoon <clears throat> that night. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and I took a photo of the moon just through the eyepiece with my phone and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So the next day I packed up the cheap telescope. I took it back to the store, upgraded it to something that was completely wrong for astrophotography. So it's what I wanted to do, take photos. Um, the lady in the shop, bless her, had no idea what she was talking about. But um, anyway, I have a good uh, visual telescope now. But um, 
yeah and then I started just you know getting into of finding out myself how to do stuff like how to take photos um you know of nebula and stuff and obviously Orion was my first shot as most people (laughs) do Uh, you know it's (laughs) usually their first shot um yeah so and then I met some amazing people through um the Astronomical Society of South Australia um been on many many astro camps with them and just and learnt a lot and really good bunch of people um and then I started to get into online um you know watching twitch streams and uh instagram and stuff like that and and then you know met the world of astrophotography basically um met diana and i remember very fondly um i was actually at an astro camp in the flinders ranges and she'd messaged me and said oh do you you have a can we can we video chat and i'm like oh gosh what's what's wrong (laughs) and then there's no reception up there. So I had to drive a few kilometers down the road. Um, anyway, we got in a video chat and she's like, I think we need to start a group. We need to start a, a group of females, um, you know, to have a safe space to ask questions and talk about astrophotography. And, um, you know, it's, it's a very male dominated uh, hobby. Um, and, you know, you do, you do get a lot of, a lot of negativity, um, you know, with processing and stuff like that, you know, astrophotography to me is, is an art form. Um, how mm. I process is going to be how I like to see it, but we wanted a safe space for females to share, to share their excitement and, you know, crappy images because they're all crap when we start, um, you know, and, and just be excited about it and, you know, be, be comfortable asking what might be a stupid question never is but you know um without the backlash of people who have been doing this for you know 10 10 20 years um so yeah that that's my story and i have been doing this since i think it's about 2019 now um maybe a little bit earlier yeah maybe four years um so now as you can see i've accumulated a bunch of They do tend to pop up. Well, for you in particular, because from people probably don't know, you actually work for Skywatcher Australia. (laughs) So kind of comes with the territory after a while. They just kind of pop up like rabbits. Yes. Yep. And I'm very honored and proud to be the first um, female Skywatcher Australia ambassador as well. So that's really cool. Yes. Yay. (laughs) So, yes. How about you, Lydia? I. I've known Lydia for a little bit now. And for those who don't know, because um, I know there's a lot of first name basis flying around here. Diana, if you don't know, Diana is Diana Herber, who works at Star Arizona, who is one of the nicest human beings you will ever meet. Um, and one of the kindest people you will ever meet. And she's always trying to get people into astronomy. And if you ever want to talk to her, call up Star Arizona. She's probably going to pick up the phone. That is the Diana that they are referring to and we tried to get her on but scheduling got kind of hard um but if that's if you're wondering who diana is that is diana so she's a lovely person if you ever want to talk to her she's a phone call away and she'll be happy to answer your questions that you've got at star arizona and the rest of the star arizona team is also awesome as well so very knowledgeable she knows her stuff too yes she does she's a gem um okay lydia where's your back history um so I kind of, honestly, it started in like during COVID. Um, I was kind of like just curious about telescopes in general. Um, and I had put it like on Facebook, you know, it was like, cause I figured someone would know out of everybody. So I was like, I'm just going to throw it in there. So I threw it in there. And one of my cousin's wife's or her wife, his wife told me um, that I could rent a telescope from our local library, which I had no idea about. So I went ahead and I um, rented one and it was like a small little like tabletop Orion telescope. And I basically was just like, all right, well, let's try to figure it out. So it took like a a while to like figure out the little tiny telescope, but we did it basically me and my friend and uh, we pointed it at the moon and 
that was it for me. Like, honestly, like the first time just seeing it visually, like just like blew my mind basically. So I was like, okay, I want like, I want a bigger telescope. <laughs> so <laughs> I sent that back and then I ended up getting a, an Orion um, XT6 Dobsonium, which I still have. <laughs> And I was just looking at things visually and everything, you know, like, especially during COVID when everything was on lockdown, I would just take my telescope out and just look at the moon, if anything, or like planets that I could get. Um, and then I eventually was just like, I want to try to take a photo. So I would try to take photos like on my, on my camera and everything. And then uh, I got curious about the Milky Way and eventually bought a DSLR to try that. And then me and my sister and her boyfriend like went to like a Bortal 2 zone, which is like two hours away from here. And just, I tried to take a photo of the Milky Way and it popped up on my screen and I was like, this is it. Like that's <laughs> done. Like the hole is already burning in my pocket basically. So mm -hmm. um, yeah. So ever since then, it was just, it's just been like a, a whole like journey of trying to get the things that I want so I can take the photos that I want basically <laughs> and I just barely got a mono camera so I'm super excited for that even though there's nothing but clouds right now but that's right Lydia I have <laughs> I have corrupted Lydia on using a remote telescope system so everything just sucks compared to that where it's like well, I'm gonna sit in my bed and just boop 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 <laughs> I do I do like it and I try to use it when I can't use it like when I can't use my own equipment you know like if it is super cloudy or something like that or snowing constantly because that's what it's been doing yeah uh, then I'll use the remote observatory but I like I honestly like taking all of my stuff out and then just like I'm so used to like being out in the cold for hours basically so I'm like it's fine I'll just wear a snowsuit it's okay I got hand warmers feet warmers I'm good that's all I'm like so yeah. I'll just do that and hang out <laughs> there is something to be said about the experience of being <laughs> under the nighttime sky though as much as I like our remote telescope and the images that come from it are awesome it's not the same experience as being out so I definitely get it. So. I feel like you feel more accomplished, you know, if you've dragged your, your gear out and your polar along yeah. and all that stuff and taking a photo. I know I do anyway. Not that I've used a remote setup, but yeah. It's more intimate though, because you have it that is. experience yeah. Yeah. going on at that point. Mm -hmm. All right, Katie, how about you? Um, well, I actually started doing astrophotography back in 2016, 2017. Um, but it was Northern Lights and Milky Way on a DSLR and a zoom lens and a wide angle lens. And um, as time was going on, uh, two years had passed by and all of a sudden on Facebook, I, I noticed these images coming up and I thought they were from Hubble, but they weren't. They were from Astro Backyard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Trevor. And I realized <laughs> this guy, Trevor, you know, I, I, I had to contact him, which I did. And fortunately, Trevor got back to me and he, I says to him, what you're using, I've got. So can you tell me how do you get these images? I mean, this is just mind-blowing. I didn't know you could actually take images of the night sky like that, like nebulae and galaxies. And I had always been an observer. Um, I've, I've, I had a Celestron Nexstar 6SE. Mm -hmm. So I was always looking through it, but never imaging as such. And um, as soon as I seen um, that you could actually take images of deep space that was me i i just had to start and um i went from the dslr to a star tracker still using the same camera and zoom lens but like everybody else as time goes on you evolve and you want to get better and i fell down the rabbit hole and um ended up getting a dedicated astro camera and since then it was it was just a complete game changer for me 
and now it's constantly what can I get what can I buy and you get telescope and lens envy <laughs> so that's that's been part of the journey for me um also living in Scotland it's a it's a challenge with the weather we sure. have really unpredictable weather here um but when it's good it's really good you know but it could be months in it you know like down the road before you'll even get anything and like at, at present day we are losing darkness so quickly yet you know um very soon we'll be into constant twilight and that will be me now until september uh, and it's going to be tough packing everything away again but um no it's just it's as i say it's amazing that you can actually do what we do and every time i go on instagram or social media i'm blown away with people putting images up and there is you know there is good as hubble if you know some of them are you're like wow these are actual people taking these images it just blows my mind but there you go oh, awesome well thank you all for sharing how you got into it it's always fun to hear everyone's story and stuff like that um so with that being said i know stella has a lot of members you guys are actually a lot bigger than i think people think you are what is it 70 or 80 now something i don't know well the last time i don't know who keeps thinking it's 55 list, 60 so. but there could be more there could be more but know. um I know you guys are always getting new members. Any woman I run across during any of my outreach events that has interest, I know the first thing it's like, you got to talk to these ladies over here and go yeah. learn from them. Um, with that being said, what do you, how is it? Um, what do you guys recommend when some, uh, you have a newcomer come into things? Cause I know astronomy can be, like I said, it's, we were talking about earlier, it's kind of overwhelming. There's a lot going on with it. There's a lot you can do with it. And a lot of times it seems unobtainable. You know, equipment's very expensive. You need a lot of different specialty items and you build this whole rig together. But um, what are your recommendations for if you have a new member, maybe she's just got a camera and a tripod. How do you guys kind of uh, nurture that new person into growing well, into normally when lydia introduces someone new to the, the group right away we start following them and then we you know we, we can ask questions um you know so what is it you've actually got equipment wise and as you said there kevin if they said oh i've only got a dslr and a tripod then you know it's automatic i would say well that's how i started out yeah. exactly that way and you can still get deep space images it just means you're taking them at a very very short you know um exposure time one second per exposure but you can do it and when you show them when i when i post up my old photos i mean don't get me wrong they're completely horrendous but you can actually make the shape out of orion and you see there's some color so they start getting excited about that and then as time goes on, um, sometimes Stella, uh, or from my personal experience, um, will surprise you and gift you with things as well, which has been totally amazing for me. Um, you know, and I've seen I've seen like the likes of what Diana and Sarah and Lydia do by gifting people, you know, star adventurers and things like that. Ras, excuse me. Uh, telescopes and what have you just to help them get on their way and usually that lets them get that excitement and they start building on it themselves you know yeah you always like, advise them there's buying cell sites there's you know like astronomy second-hand equipment don't necessarily go out and buy anything brand new unless you've, you've got the financial means if you can borrow something or buy it secondhand and you like what you're doing and you're enjoying it, then go out and spend the money on it. That's the advice I always give. Because some people buy these things, and as you said, Kevin, it can be overwhelming. 
and it can put people off. And the next thing you know, they, they just want to sell everything because some people think as soon as they start taking an image, they're going to be giving, you know, they're going to be producing this spectacular photograph and it doesn't work that way. You have to, you know, build up to it and you've got to learn the craft. That's yeah. the way I see it. Like you know, we usually it's an art forum. Usually if it's somebody that's just starting out and they just have like a camera and tripod, we usually just try to get an idea of what type of photography they're trying to do. So like yeah. are you trying to just do Milky Way photography? Are you trying sorry? Are you trying to do um like nebulae or whatever, you know? Like we try to get an idea of what they want. That way we have an idea of if we can have the funds and we can gift them something that we can give them something that we know will work for that, you know, because there's honestly, like Katie was saying, there's nothing worse than like getting something and spending all that money on it. And then it not being the actual thing that you need, you know? So like, Definitely. it's like the hardest thing is trying to figure out like, what exactly they're trying to get with it and how much is the thing going to be, you know, basically. So it's one of those things that you really have to have, you really have to think about what type of budget you have and everything for it. Just like if you're just buying a camera in general, like what type you're trying to go for. But yeah, so we just, we just like to have an idea where everybody's starting off. Cause I mean, we've had people that join that, already had everything that they needed, you know, like already have like a whole Astro setup, and then yeah. people that just have DSLRs, you know, so like our range goes anywhere, basically. And if anybody has like extra equipment that they don't use, we can always gift it to somebody too. Mm -hmm. So I know that's what I did with my L Enhance. I yeah. ended up getting the L Extreme, and then I sent my L Enhance to scotland to amber because i wasn't yeah. using it so i was like all right well let's send this over to her because she doesn't have a light pollution filter and she'll be able to use it you know so we just try to yeah. help each other out any way that we can basically no that's awesome to do and having um, sorry oh, go ahead sarah having a group of people um to to guide you when you're first starting is amazing i didn't have that when i started and i bought so much wrong equipment <laughs> um <laughs> and yeah it, it it can save you a lot of money and a lot of frustration um having people help you with what equipment you need to achieve what you want to photograph basically so yeah i know that's something that sarah and i could probably relate to a lot working in the telescope industry is you know hey i bought a dobsonian and i want to get an astrophotography it's like well <laughs> talk about that so um but yeah, it's, and I, I know you guys have a wide range of ages in the group as well. So I remember being 14 or whatever and going out to an event and my friends had like C11s on big go-to mounts and refractors and things where it's like, well, I just have this little tiny telescope and I know how it can feel to be a young person who doesn't have a lot of disposable income and your parents probably got to help you out. And then you go see someone who's taking these amazing images and they have all their stuff figured out. I know some of the ladies in your group have like three or four rigs running at one night. Now, we've met yeah. Alexandra before. I know you're there, Alex. Um, and she's <laughs> always running like, I took 47 images in one night and here they all are. Um, but um, some people have that capability and others don't. And I know that can be for a newcomer. That's kind of nerve wracking and scary where it's like, well, I'm never going to be able to do what this person does. Cause they have all of this. But what's cool about you guys is you're able to show that you can do amazing stuff regardless. Um, and if you want to aspire to that, we'll help you get to that point with some work and some help, which is very cool. Um, cause I think that's a big thing that it's a big problem nowadays. And Lydia could probably back me up on this too, especially on the social media front. Um, Instagram is like a microcosm. Um, and it's a very weird world because before I met Diana and really started to understand what was going on in astrophotography, Instagram world, 
that doesn't really bleed over into like the telescope industry too much. It's just kind of there. Um, so it's really kind of this new thing. And there's a lot of garbage that happens in that, in the grid. Um, so, you know, it's so easy to be a keyboard warrior and be like, well, your image sucks and this is trash and I don't like the way you did this. And you got a lot of get pretty brave when you're sitting on your phone, not staring someone in the face who worked really hard on this picture. And even if it's out of focus and you can't see, it's like someone did that. That's their thing. Um, So it's really good that you are able to give this safe space of encouragement and, yeah, of course your first image is probably going to be trash, but your second one's going to be a little bit better. And then yeah. the third one's going to be even better than that. And then a few months down the road, you're going to be like crazy. And I've seen all your images and no one starts out throwing down major images. And now all of you produce stunning images and it just takes work. But I think that's what's cool about Stella is you're able to take um, women, which are there's not enough of you in this hobby and it's way too male dominated and we all have our opinions, but you should be able to kind of nurture someone who's interested in this hobby and let them grow without them being, you know, pushed down and punched down about how your image doesn't look great. So yeah, and that, I just see that started. a lot. That's yeah. why we started Stella because, you know, you, you might have someone who posts their first, you know, out of focus image of Orion. Mine was shocking. I love it though, because it's, you know, it, that was my beginning. Um, and then they get torn down and they might be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm no good. I'm going to give up. Space is amazing. Like we want everyone to, to be, be proud of every image they take, not be told it was trash, garbage, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah hence, hence why Stella was born. So every every image should be a stepping stone it shouldn't be like this is garbage it's like no this is the first step and the second step and then the third step and you climb that ladder and one day you've got a pods and you're published in a magazine and whatever um even but that takes work i feel like with hobbies in general you know like i know when somebody starts off they want to automatically be taking like amazing photos but we all know like that's not gonna happen like i i honestly tell people too all the time i'm like honestly like you're just starting like you will have days where you'll set everything up and then nothing will work and you won't have anything for that night like (laughs) we've all been there so like i can't tell you how many times i've been on text with lydia at like midnight yeah and we have a remote observatory it's like $80,000 worth of gear. And some nights it's the most temporal piece of junk you will ever touch. And (laughs) it's just like, oh, the USB is not working on the filter wheel or it's not saving Mm -hmm. to the right drive. And it's just like, you want to just smack this thing. So it's okay. It happens and it doesn't go away no matter how much money you throw at it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I try telling people too. I'm like, it's, I mean, like, there's some days where you'll go out and you won't get anything or you'll forget your memory card or you'll forget like your cord or something, you know, like Mm -hmm. it'll happen. It's happened to all of us. And that's like the whole beauty of it is like learning how to, how to fix it for next time, basically. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I always just tried to let everybody know, like, don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up about it. It'll be fine. There's, that's that. I there's mean, another day. Like, <laughs> yeah, nobody's an expert, you know. Mm-hmm. We all we all learn every day. Yep. You learn something different. I mean, I recently, recently, and yeah. I've been doing this for what four years, and I help people with you know tech issues as well. My oh. my subs were terrible, horrible. I live in border one. I'm very spoiled, um, but <laughs> shocking, shocking subs. So mm-hmm. yeah, it happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah. oh, I was um I was away with the girls recently, as you know, uh, Helena and Amber. We went away down to the Scottish borders, uh to Sky, and um unfortunately I forgot to take the adapter that attaches my camera to the red cap. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. So it happens and thankfully we didn't have any good weather to shoot because I was like, I don't believe it. 
but it happens. And it was the same with um, just recently. I don't know if you remember, Lydia, when we were posting up images and I have my first Orion image and I call it the red blob because <laughs> it is just a red blob. And every time I post that up, you always get a comment on Instagram or Facebook and people say, oh, wow, I am so glad you put that up. I didn't realise, you know, you took crap images as well. <laughs> I said, yeah, it's always good to post the bad as well as the good because it doesn't always work in your favour. And like you were saying there, Kevin, I had a beautiful crystal clear night and nothing would work. Nothing. Mm -hmm. My mount kept turning off. My camera kept disconnecting. Two nights later, the sky's not great and everything's working perfect. Best guiding I ever had. <laughs> and I'm like, how is this even possible? You know? How it, it, how it works. Yeah. It's technology as well, you know? So, yeah, like, it happens you don't know. to the best of us. I'm just like, you don't know how many times I've wanted to kick my mount. Like, <laughs> I don't do it because it's expensive, but if it wasn't expensive, <laughs> I would kick it. <laughs> I've had oh. times where filter wheels were going to turn into a discus and go right into the wall if it wasn't going to keep working. It's like, this is a thousand dollar filter wheel with lots of mm -hmm. filters in it. And it's about to get shattered into a million pieces yeah. if it doesn't do it again. So yep. um, it happens. You it just learn. Happen. I mean, my you husband laughs at me. He said, some nights he'll say to me, I, I watch you when you get that frustrated. I'll run out in the garden and I'll stamp my feet and I'm like a petulant child because nothing's going my way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the passion of astrophotography because, uh, you know, it just it grabs you. And when things don't go right, you're like, you do the list. Have I turned it on? Have I got everything you, you go through every single detail going right okay everything's up and running and nothing works so i think yeah that's so it's um, the beauty of seller being you know worldwide as well everyone's in a different time zone so if someone's having an issue at their night there's usually someone awake yeah to, yeah. to, you know, to help troubleshoot yeah. as well that's so. very true that is very true but what I love is the fact that you've been in the Southern Hemisphere, you'll share photos, you'll put photos up of things I can't get to image and vice versa because we're in different hemispheres, you know, and it's just, oh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's amazing to see, you know. So, yeah, it's great, as you say, because we're all over the globe. Yeah. <laughs> I get so, um, well yeah southern <laughs> hemisphere the southern hemisphere people you know i give sarah's boss will who we had on a few months ago um he sends us stuff all the time he's like so i shot you know magellanic clouds we're like screw you will yeah screw <laughs> you cool. it's cool. like <laughs> cool story bro so i'm so jealous that you guys get the bubble nebula because that's my favorite oh oh yeah gosh. well and I'm jealous of the fact that you get the Karina, you know, I'm like, oh, right. see, see, that's so boring to me too, because it's always there. <laughs> because you're used to getting it, whereas I'm used to the bubble, the yeah. bubble in the claw. Right. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, Sarah over here where it's like, oh, I could shoot Karina anytime in my yeah. Bortle One skies. Poor me. It's like... I just want the right. bubble. We always want first world first world problems yeah, we have a remote sky watcher set up that is available when it's daytime oh, and you're answering emails you could literally be imaging the bubble while you're working i told Let's you that. <laughs> I, will, I will make my um my setup remote one day as well so you guys can use it yeah well I'm i've told will to do that and he has done. yet to do it <laughs> i did mention it to him the other day I'm like we, we need an observatory <laughs> yeah. smack him the heck will so yeah <laughs> so i know stella has meetings once a week um and you guys are really your main space right now if people want to find you is on instagram correct yeah, yeah. cool yeah so if there's any ladies watching uh, look up stella on instagram that's where you can find them um where do each one of you see stella moving as it i mean you're in the fourth or fifth year of it existing now um I know Stella came out to Seoul, the solar event we had here in Arizona, which was the first uh, public 
like Stella event, which was really cool to have all the ladies out there representing. Um, where do you guys see Stella going in the future? We're always organizing um, meetups. Meetups. So, yeah, there's a. I'm terrible at geography, but there's a lot of um, Stella people around Arizona. I want to say, Lydia, you could help me with this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're always um, organizing meetups and you know little star parties and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, to, to as as we grow, we're going we're we're hoping to do more events and stuff like that. Um, here in Australia, there's only a handful of us, um, and you know we're I'm five hours away from my closest Stella person, so mm. I'm hoping that you know we can grow a bit more and find. Find, find some more uh, women astrophotographers. I'm going to do some outreach myself down here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I think, yeah, a lot, a lot more events. Um, hopefully one day I'll get to go to the US or the girls can come here. Mm. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Um, yeah. yeah. Will needs to send you up here for Texas Star Party. We've been trying to hit, get him up here. Oh. You should have Will come to Texas Star Party. I mean, if he goes, surely he needs an assistant. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> so nice one. <laughs> or he could just not come and send you. Like that's yeah. you know, simple, so easy. Well, the thing is, this isn't going away. I mean, since COVID, it's just went through the roof. And you can still find that because when you go to buy equipment, it's still, you know, a waiting list with mm-hmm. some of the companies. And um, yeah. yeah, and I, I'm finding that that you know more people on the Facebook page contact you and they say, well, how can I how can I get into this? And you know that's when you say, right, well, if you're on Instagram, here's Stella, and you either invite them in or you speak to the girls like Diana and Sarah and say, you know, there is people that want to join on. Because, like Sarah, we've got the UK has got, um, I'd say about what, maybe eight, ten people, you know. So yeah, and we usually try and meet up, even the ones in Ireland, like um, Danny and what have you. It's been really, really good that way. So yeah, my sisters, my Stella sisters, just like Stella in general, like even if somebody is joining to like just learn how to do it you know and then they feel like okay like i feel like i'm good now you know like stella's still gonna be there you know even if they're not super active or anything like that like stella's still gonna be there like you could still do the events and everything with us or or if you have any questions or whatever like they can still ask questions so i feel like we really just want stella to just have like that footprint where anybody can join and get the help that they need whenever they need it, you know, and you're not obligated to stay if you don't feel like you need to, you know, you don't have to attend meetings. I mean, I'm I'm usually, usually the middle of the day for me for meetings. So I'm working. So I, it's very, very rare that I'm ever um, in a stellar meeting, but I know the girls are always there if I need Mm -hmm. help or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's always going to be there. Like, I, I don't think anybody has to worry about it going anywhere anytime soon. No. So <laughs> the support's still there, definitely. Yeah. And the need is still there as long as there's a need, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think it's one of those things where just there's not a lot of uh, people who know about it. Um, and as it grows and gets bigger, you have that bigger support net um, yeah. there. So it's cool that you guys have been able to pull all that together. It's not Stella's. Um, I don't know how you would uh, organize it, uh, but it's it's not a nonprofit, so it's not like a five hundred one c three. So if someone wanted to assist, uh, there's not like the tax deduction thing that gets really complicated. But it's more of like a volunteer group, for lack of a better term, I guess you could say. So if anybody's watching and you're asking how can I assist, it's just to give them kind of an idea of what Stella's. Uh, I can't even think of the word structure um, would mm-hmm. be uh, just in case someone wanted to assist. So, yeah. yeah. And a nonprofit is something we, we talked about right at the start yeah. and it could be 
you know direction we go as well so because we want it we want it to grow and we're grateful for companies like skywatcher for their support and yourself and yeah for sure yeah. It, you know, it gives us a lot of exposure and helps us help people so yeah no, even, even if like somebody has gear that they don't need anymore and they just want to sell it like if we have the funds like we could probably just buy it for a stellar mm -hmm. you know so yeah. like that's also a route that we've considered as well so sure no that's all very uh cool stuff and uh lydia you're the one that runs the actual stella instagram page i think if that's correct um so it's either me diana or sarah that are okay. on it so if anybody reaches out to anybody here like it's gonna be one of us that writes you basically okay yeah. cool um and do you guys have a website or is that in development or we're still working on it yeah it's okay. in development just, right now <laughs> just in case you know i know so this webcast obviously we have about 100 people that watch the episodes when they go live and then in a few weeks there's several hundred to a couple thousand people that watch but the links for these before we go out get emailed to the entire 25,000 wow. emails of skywatchers demographic so um for anybody who's watching this episode or in the future that's just how um if you want to get in touch with stella that's the best way to do it is through the instagram pages um but at least you have some faces to put with who's going to be responding to you um as well um let's see uh what else could we dive into we've got about 12 minutes left to go um what are what would you like to see more of in astrophotography um i mean obviously the technology has gotten crazy to where you have like the asi air has made automation really easy um filters are getting narrower you know cameras are getting better um technology's just gotten stupid with astrophotography but what would you guys like to actually see more of in the future for astrophotography i personally this is not technology, but I would like to see more acceptance of people's art. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. the other day, I, a, a, a good friend of mine, um, Kat, Kat Miller, who's a Stella member, um, her Instagram is astrogirl.au. Um, bit of a plug. She's she's amazing. She's actually testing a, a Quattro 150, so stay tuned. <laughs> um, she, yeah, she posted an amazing image and... I saw a comment saying about the saturation and I'm like, it's, it's her art. She can put the saturation however she wants. You know, I'd love to see people more accepting, accepting of how people put, put their, um, their photos out there because I, I mean, I love bright colors. I don't want to see, <laughs> well, you know, I'll see anything, but you know, um, my art's going to be different to, to Lydia's or Katie's. Um, yeah. And I think there needs to be, people need to, for lack of a better term, pull their heads in a little bit and realize it's not their image. What does it matter? Yeah. Just enjoy the enjoy the pretty sky, you know. <laughs> it all comes uh, down I mean, to personal taste and yeah. use use ladies know this. Um I'm known on my Stella or on the Stella page for playing with color palettes. I don't stick to the rules. I do what I like, what attracts my eye. And there yeah. are no rules. You get the grease, as you know. Our eyes can't see what what yeah. what color it is in space, you know. So what does it matter? Well, this is it, and I, I and I, I I was doing a talk recently, and I was trying to explain that to people, and when certain ones would say, "Well, you're not putting the color uh, the channels properly," and I went, "Says who? It's how you want to portray your image, and who's to say?" that that's not the color that's up there because it's Hubble palette. They assigned those colors to those channels. So you don't, as is, you have to accept the fact that people want to express themselves through their own images and put their own touch on it and look on it and feel on it. And you, you, I mean, you go on Instagram and every picture could be the same. You don't want that. You want to see something different, something that grabs your attention. So yeah. I always say, be true to yourself. 
yeah. you know, yeah, there's some people can't handle it, but yeah. you know, there's yeah. others that can if they've got a thick enough skin, you know, you yeah. just let it roll over. As Kevin says, keyboard warriors, they could be yeah. sitting behind their <laughs> desk. They're not posting anything up. It's your personal touch on things. It's your brand, your name. You know? you know what I love though? Like you'll be scrolling Instagram, you'll see you'll see an image before you see the name of the person. And sometimes yeah. you know exactly who you know who is that is. Yeah. 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 You, because of the look. Style. Yeah. yeah. Or the color yeah. palette or whatever. Yeah. Most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. I feel like with astrophotography, like in the end, it's it's photography. And photography yeah. is art. And art and it's subjective. subjective. So it's <laughs> yeah. like I don't know. Like <laughs> Correct. I think if you want to make something green, make it green. Make like, it green. Do it. Yeah. If you want to make it look purple or whatever, make it purple. Like I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because it's say, not if you're happy you with it, do. that's yeah. That's Just all because... that it matters. You know, that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I'm a, a as you know, I'm a general photographer and I do a lot of different things, dating wise, and people will say, you know, like. Oh, that this color's wrong and that color's wrong. Well, that's what the client wanted, so that's what the client's getting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you just have to be yourself. Yeah. But you know, as I say, comments can be hurtful too, um, and sometimes it's hard to kind of scroll past that. And that's the beauty of Stella as well. If someone's attacking one of the members. We all pull rank, you know. We will pull rank. Well, I do. I mean, I, I know that I'll go in and get my ten cents worth in. <laughs> but that's what you do, and it's not to be a negative person. It is to show solidarity to the group and to the person that's getting negative comments. And you, you know, and you'll find that when that does happen, the person that's put the comment up usually deletes it or stays off the page for a while you know to let it die down Mm -hmm. yeah so there's definitely that support there in that respect it's a very opinionated hobby (laughs) yeah yeah like in the end it's a hobby so it's it's a hobby exactly Exactly. let people live their lives it's okay correct (laughs) correct We do tend to get caught up in a lot of the unwritten rules of yeah, things yeah. like that. And I know working professionally in it, and I'm sure Sarah sees this a lot, is you have a lot of these unwritten rules where you should do it this way and you should do it that way. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. And it comes up all the time. And that gets amplified a lot when you're on social media and people mm-hmm. kind of pour their heart out into whatever that art may be, whether it's a photograph or an image that you've done or music or whatever it may be. Yeah. It's very easy to sit there and just tear down someone's mm-hmm. thing and criticize it, but not build it up. So there need, does yeah. need to be more support yeah. um, in a lot of different ways. That's a good one. Actually. I'm glad you guys went with that. Instead of, you know, going down the equipment wormhole, because that's what happens all the time. Um, that's actually a very good and positive outlook on what we need more of moving forward. So I appreciate Most that. Definitely. Most definitely. It's not that you've got the younger generation coming in. I mean, we've got young members like the Three Sisters mm-hmm. Astronomy. And you want to, and you know, like have them come on and we're all the same. There's so many different generation age gaps, but you don't want them to feel, oh, I'm too young. So we don't do that. We include everybody in everything, not regardless of age. That's mm-hmm. that's what I love. I mean, I'll talk to the three girls uh, as an equal, not as a parent or a grandparent for that matter. It's like, no, if you're talking about Astro, Astro has no age. You know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have. It's a hobby, as Lydia said. So, you know, treat them as your equal, not not as children as such, you know, because they're the ones that's going to carry this forward. Yeah. Yes. That's the way I see it. Yeah. Flying photons on your sensor don't care how old you are. 
scene. <laughs> well, it's kind of cool because you kind of instill a level of respect to them to where yeah. it's like, oh, well, yeah, I feel like I am an equal. That's the biggest thing I think of yeah. for me when I see Stella come up is that you should be treated as equal as every other person in this astronomy hobby or any just in the world yeah. in general where it's like, I've worked with Lydia for probably a year now at this point. I've never thought of Lydia to be here or here or here. Like we are on the same plane. Like there's just constant respect for each other on, Hey, we're astronomers. We're trying to reach this goal. Awesome. How do we do that? Mm -hmm. Same thing with Diana or whoever else. It doesn't matter. I don't really see you as woman or guy or whatever. It's like we're astronomers and we're people that are, you know, in love with the way the universe works. And we're fascinated by it because once it gets dark, your voice may be a little higher pitched, but I don't know what you look like at that point. Right. So, so that's a very good way of putting it, actually. So that you all look the same way. to me. So yeah. Yeah. the only thing I would say is different is we tend to be um, extra protective of the younger ones. You oh, well, most definitely. Got to shield them and protect them. Um, you know, but uh, fortunately, as I say, the the astral community is fantastic. The majority, I, you know, I, I tell everybody, I mean, they'll say, friends and family will say, oh my God, these are astral geeks. Well, you know what, is it? And I say, but you know what, you'll never meet a, a nicer community or a more mm-hmm. given community for that matter. You I know, find people, I, I feel blessed. And people ask what I, what I do. Um, yeah. And I say, I'm an astrophotographer. They're like, oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Because then you can, you know, you have a conversation about it, and then it piques their interest and plants that seed. Or maybe I want to look through a telescope, and yeah, yeah. yeah it like, is a fun thing to go through the Starbucks drive-through, and they're like, "What are you doing for work today?" It's like working on telescopes. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like... Yeah. It is a, a conversation starter, and it definitely draws attention because. I remember the first time I let some friends look through the colossal and to see Saturn and, you know, it was like, wow. And they're like, and that's really up there. I'm like, yep, that's really up there. That's what you're looking at just now, you know? And that's what I'm always trying to enforce into people as well. Like just spend some time looking up. You'll be amazed at what you, what yeah. you see. Yeah, like, my my biggest goal in the whole, like, Stella astrophotography thing is, is, like, I don't, honestly, I don't care who you are, how old you are, I just want people to, like, look up. That's all I want people to do, you know? Like, I want you to look up and be like, that's Mars. Like, you can, like, see it, you know? Like, you can point things out, or even if you can't point (laughs) things out, just admire it, you know? Because Mm -hmm. it's there. It's always been there, and it's it's gonna be yeah. there. So it's gonna be there a long, not, long time. Right? Yeah. To us, we'll invite Andromeda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's well. I really appreciate all three of you being a part of it. We pretty much wrapped our hour at that point, so wow. um, it goes by fast when you're all talking nerdy. So. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, Kevin, you're talking to women. That's our, our <laughs> That's all right. It, it's a lot of fun, and you know, it'd be a pleasure to meet you all in person uh, one day. Hopefully, some under some starry sky. Um, but I definitely appreciate. I know the whole Skywatcher team appreciates all three of you taking the time. Um, I know Katie. It's very late in Scotland right now. Sarah's on Saturday hanging out in the future. Um, and then Lydia and I are here in like normal times. Um, but um, but thank all thank you to all three of you for uh, taking the time out of your days to make this all happen. And a uh, big appreciation to Stella for being a part of our uh, Women's History Month collection um, and starting it all off. So uh, thank you all very much. Thank, Thank you for having us. We really appreciate Thank the support. You. Absolutely. Um, so if you guys want to know more about Stella, go over to Instagram and look up Stella, S-T-E-L-A. Um, look for their cool uh, women looking through a telescope logo. Um, uh, check them out. Uh, 
follow them if you want to learn about more. And if you're a woman looking to get into astrophotography, there is no better group on the planet um, to go check out. Um, so head over to Instagram, check out all their cool stuff, and then follow some of their members and see what cool images are coming up. But uh, if you guys like what you see here, please go ahead and subscribe. Leave a like on a video. It lets us know we're doing a good job. And we will see you guys next week. Our, uh, uh, bleh, our next episode is with Cat Manchin. She's joining us next week for uh, another edition of uh, Women's History Month episode. And we're talking space art. Um, so we'll have Cat on to talk about that. All right, ladies. Thank you so much. Uh, Katie, I will let you get to sleep. Sarah, you've got things to do. And Lydia's probably got video games to get yeah, to. I'm so I'm <laughs> going to let everybody get to their day. Um, Thank you so much, and we will see you guys uh, soon. Thank you. Bye, Bye, everyone. Clear skies. It's new moon weekend. Get out and observe. Bye.